Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and banter core aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Welcome to Thirsty on Tune. (laughs) Yes, we are here. We are thirsty. Yes, indeed we are. (laughs) Cheers, friend. Cheers. Uh, What are you drinking today, Broadwin? Today I am drinking a soda and gin cocktail. Uh, Yes, club soda with a hint of lime. (laughs) What are you? What are you drinking? I am drinking a pink moscato. Ooh out of a Beetlejuice glass that says I myself am strange and unusual. (laughs) Always a classic. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) I I approve. I approve. So uh, since we are thirsty today and we are satisfying our thirst with our drinks, what else are we going to satisfy our thirst with? Ooh, with some delightful webtoons. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Wine and webtoons. Yes. (laughs) Today was your pick. So what did you, uh, what did you make us read? What did you force (laughs) upon us? (laughs) Well, I was feeling the need for some dopamine. (laughs) Yes. Imagine. Today we are reading My Gentle Giant. A uh, boy yes. love comic by Ms. Dark and EAB. <laughs> yes, it was pure dopamine right. directly to my brain. Yes. <laughs> glorious, glorious dopamine. <laughs> so I, I sent you a message after finishing that I may have overdosed on dopamine because I read it in one go. Yeah, and I think that my response was to provide you with the, the hangover cure of more dopamine. Yes, yes. You were like, let's bloody marry this. Keep reading webtoons. Yes, indeed. Because I have a problem. And yes. my solution to this is, let's do a podcast. Yes. Yeah, this is our first episode. Indeed. <laughs> Should we tell people kind of what we're about? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you want to take it away? Sure. So we came up with three important guiding principles for the mm-hmm. show. One, that webtoons deserve as much attention as regular comics. Hell yeah. Two, that everything should be gay. The gay or the better. Be gay, <laughs> gay do crimes. Or the better. Be gay, do crimes. <laughs> and three is just an incoherent squee noise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which I believe we are more than capable of, and you will absolutely hear by the end of this episode. <laughs> Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, because the webtoons addiction is real. Oh so my real. God. The struggle. So real. Oh, I mean, there are worse vices in the world. Yes. Yes. We have discussed this. My amazing mother has the phrase that everyone should have a vice. Yes. I concur. 100%. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thousand percent thousand uh we have wine webtoons (laughs) indeed (laughs) so why don't we uh go with the blurb yes introduce the story um okay so we have jun watanabe is your average outcast he is a third year in high school but he looks like a first year he wants to play soccer but he sucks at sports and to top it all off he's gay However, when Akihiro, the school giant, comes to his rescue, June finds out that looks can be deceiving. First loves are often full of misunderstandings, and what matters most is not how you look, but what's inside your heart. Aww, even that blurb! I know! I can't with these boys! (gasps) How could you resist it? I could not. (laughs) We did it, in fact! This is true. <laughs> I have read this beginning to end um, more than once. I have read it through all the way once and then halfway through again today. Yeah. 
And I mean, I say beginning to end and I see the end is just that really sad part at the very kind of top of Webtoons where there's no more episodes until it updates. Truly the greatest tragedy. There are two great tragedies of reading Webtoons. Mm -hmm. One, realizing that you have reached the end and no more are coming ever. Oh God. Has happened to me only once so far and I was devastated. (laughs) (laughs) Deeply not okay. Not okay. The second is when you get to that place and there is no continue button. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's the worst feeling. (laughs) I must go subscribe to 14 more things now. (laughs) Do we want to even ask how many you're subscribed to now? (laughs) Okay. So I feel attacked. Um, (laughs) But also I tried to uh, share some of my recommendations with a friend of mine today and it took six screenshots to get to the end of my list and I genuinely might have more subscriptions because of my highly like chaotic good version of how I do subscriptions as I told you which is if it interests me at all I subscribe and then I decide if I want to keep it on there whereas I am (laughs) very go big or go home so and I read really fast so I'm gonna go with a good solid 98% of them I have read to completion (laughs) at six months (laughs) What a thirsty way to put that. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So what are we going to discuss for this one? What do you think? Well, uh, so we have several things that we plan on discussing every week. Should we mm-hmm. do a rundown of what we're going to be talking about? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the blurb, as you have already heard. We are going to be talking about what genre the story is. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to talk about favorite characters? Oh, yeah. We are going to talk about favorite ships. Oh, boy. Are we going to talk about oh. our favorite ships? Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> and we're going to get very intellectual and talk about the themes. Oh, yes. <laughs> One thing to know about us is that we're professional overthinkers. <laughs> like, actually professional like actually like actually like as I teach psychology do therapy and research my job is overthinking yeah and I problem solve and troubleshoot for a living as a technical manager so (laughs) so professionally professionally overthinking (laughs) a thousand percent uh we are then going to jump into our story specifics which Mm. I have just like sub labeled in my brain as squeeing about things that happen And you are not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to get to our hopes and predictions. Then we're going to talk about the art. Oh, yeah. We're going to give you our favorite quote. Mm -hmm. And we're going to end with telling you what we're doing next time. We have a perfect 10. Perfect 10. A round number. Oh, my God. Me too. Base 10, man. Metric for life. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Getting thirsty and nerdy in here. (laughs) I mean... I'm on brand. (laughs) Same, same. So for this genre, I wrote down cutest dopamine inducing (laughs) romance slice of life. I just can't. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Yes. (laughs) I think it's officially slice of life romance, but I also wrote down my idea of what genre it is, which is strangers to friends to lovers. Yes. I hope. Me too. We're going to, we'll revisit that in predictions. Yes, 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 yes. That is a bold assumption, but one I feel reasonably confident making. Mm, I do too. (laughs) So who's your favorite character? So there there are three main characters, Mm -hmm. basically. A fourth one has just entered the picture who I think is intended to be a main character. Um, And I... (laughs) could not choose <laughs> i know right they're so cute i am dying yes yeah, so let's just talk about all four <laughs> yes and you know there are ships <laughs> oh there are ships oh the ships are good <laughs> oh, so we love june obviously, obviously. <laughs> yeah. because oh, june, june is adorable okay i am never not going to love gay panic but when yes. june does gay panic i like my face hurts from the smile like i guess and it's labeled like the comic says gay panic in like all caps i can't i love it so much i feel like the is it the first time we even see june where yes it is when it's talking about who he is and it's like he has a problem and then you just see him having a fantasy of that says go harder daddy (laughs) 
so adorable. His smile lights up a room. And how how do you have a like a character drawn on your phone or your tablet or whatever that who's so animated and so like brought to life that you can yeah. say that? Like your their smile lights up the room, but it does. Like he's just, oh my God, he's so it- cute does his energy radiates like it absolutely radiates Mm -hmm. I love him with his little pink hair uh (laughs) I definitely laughed at the fact that he has pink hair and glasses and I have just a slightly darker purple shade of hair and glasses I was like it's me (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) that said I'm nothing like Jude I'm like another character we'll get to in a minute (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I know where this is going Okay, well, yeah. then we have to talk about Akihiro because Akikun, I just love. I cannot get enough of Aki. He's just so damn cute. Like, yes. I love the the big silent type looking all menacing as fuck, but yes. super into kitties. Yes. <gasps> and he, he makes loves everything his, cute. <laughs> oh my God, he makes his whole class wear maid uniforms just to make yes. you feel better. Oh my God. The, the complete and utter lacking of toxic masculinity in this comic is so good. It's, it's delicious. So good. It is a treat. Like I could eat it up for days. <laughs> Honest to God. I literally, like, if I'm having a, a rough day or a stressful moment or anything, I'm like, yeah. I need my gentle giant. I need it. <laughs> yes. I need it. Give it, give it, give it, give it. <laughs> A thousand percent. I also love that he's so he has very awkward communication wise, mm-hmm. but maybe the best person in the world at reading nonverbals. Like yes. he is profoundly good at that. He yes. always knows when somebody's upset and he can usually figure out why in like a fairly quick amount of time. So I feel like a lot of times you get this character like archetype. That character is then like awkward in all ways, mm-hmm. but he's not like he's awkward when he has to talk. But yeah. he knows what's up, like, all the time. Yeah, and he has a, a specific disability that that yes. impairs his ability to talk, but it does not impair his ability to understand. And I think that exactly. really comes across, which is brilliant. He just, he's always watching, and it yes. shows. Yes, thousand percent. And it's great it. that he, 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 he's honest too, right? Like he, he asks questions that he wants. He doesn't have any sort of nervousness or shame or yeah. anything like that around things that he doesn't understand he just asks and his friends don't tease him for that they literally just answer him and I'm oh I know I know like the story we see June kind of learn it and then learn how to roll with it Mm -hmm. and I love I love that like I love the exploration but I also love that he has this best friend who already gets it like fully 1000% completely gets Aki yeah and just like this is how we communicate and it's it's that simple in which case then we have to start talking about Ichikun. Ichi! Is it surprising at all that I was like, oh, it's me? No, it's not surprising, even a little bit. I feel seen and attacked by this character. I'm very much relating to Aki a little bit, but... uh, This is why we're such good friends. I know, I love it. He's a little bit clueless, but he's super friendly, and he's just so excited and happy all the time and one of my favorite panels that like describes the three characters so perfectly there's one where it's like it's Aki enthusiastic about food June enthusiastic to be with Aki Ichi enthusiastic period (laughs) (laughs) me nailed it (laughs) I don't even need a reason it's fine (laughs) yeah oh my god so happy to be there so like competitive yeah. oh my god yeah which absolutely brings us to our uh, our latest entry into the <laughs> main character yes. hall of fame yes <laughs> now he yes. is amazing he's such a good like balance between protagonist and antagonist yes yeah I do love that I mean there are situations that are antagonist in the story at times but mm-hmm. there aren't like proper villains of the story no like now is he's there to annoy Ichi and Aki specifically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not like he's not a bad person in any way form or no. fashion no uh, there is one fan art panel that has them all sorted into their Hogwarts houses he's the <laughs> Slytherin of course no one's surprised no <laughs> Oh, oh my god now. he's but you know what he, i i love the fact that even with the little bit of introduction we have to this character and the little bit of dialogue that there is yes. there's so much effective communication through the art 
as yeah. well that you can really see that he has some self-awareness that some of the others maybe don't have all yeah. of the time like Aki has the awareness of like the situational awareness but he doesn't have the sort of contextual understanding yeah. of things but now he did he does like he he's a shit disturber he yes he is there to absolutely mess things up for everyone and enjoy every minute of it uh-huh. like I, f- I fully believe that he is like a chaotic neutral because yes I don't think he cares what way it falls out as long as chaos right yes oh my god he's a loki variant he is a loki variant <laughs> we found another one <laughs> Listeners, I have a theory that there is a Loki variant hidden in most fandoms. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's absolutely now. Yeah, because maybe he has good intentions behind things, but I don't truly think so. Maybe he'll swing it that way by the end. But I, I think he, his intentions might be good, but I don't think they're just good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's here to have fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> And he is okay with it being at yes. other people's expense. He is the, t- the personification of, it's the kind of fun that takes away from yours and adds to mine. Yes. Oh, <laughs> a thousand percent. It's very clear how quickly he clocks that Aki and June are into each other. Yep. He has, there's no evidence he has any interest in June at all. The only time he spends any attention on June is when Aki is watching. And then yep. suddenly he's like, hey, I'm going to playfully touch you. And I'm going <laughs> to laughingly flirt with you. And I mean, like they have this, this relationship established already that they're like online gaming friends and they, have, yeah. you know, they know each other. So they've yeah. been friends for a while. So if there was going to be a relationship there, it probably would have yeah. developed already especially because you know june is very aware of the fact that he's gay um yes. so it's not like um it's not like june's kind of figuring himself out story right so like the option the opportunity has been there oh yeah so yeah. no he's I deliberately coming in here to play that up yeah i don't think there's any any interest at all but that's probably a great place to transition to our ships conversation <laughs> yes it is because <laughs> i feel like we might be on the same page here <laughs> Oh, 100%. Do we start with the not main or canon ship first? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. <laughs> okay, because... so now in Ichi. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my God. We're going to get into this in predictions as well. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot believe. So the story is like ostensibly about Aki and June. So yes. I was not expecting like, I wasn't expecting Ichi to be gay or, or bi or any type of queer, really. I thought he was just going to be the friend and he's clearly like very cool with everything. And they made that very clear, but I wasn't expecting that. And then now comes in and they have the enemies to lovers fire burning. Oh my God. <laughs> God. It's intense. Nobody is more obsessed with each other than two people competing who are secretly probably in love. <laughs> and they call each other pretty boy. Like, come on. Oh, my God. All the time. <laughs> they Which have is a bet over who's funny. Yes. Coming from a- like Ichi. Because he won the pretty boy contest. He did. He did. <laughs> They have a bet over who can get this girl to go out with them first, like a full, like 10 things I hate about you style bet going. Uh-huh. They have spent way more time talking to each other about this bet than to this girl. They literally, like, I don't even remember the girl's name. They legitimately oh. haven't even spoken to her in panels. <laughs> like it's chapters. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. Amazing. Especially as he was introduced, he was kind of like now was introduced in the shadows and he kind of looked really like creepy. Like what's going on with this character? Mm-hmm. And then he's like clearly trying to make Aki jealous, but his entire actual plot line has revolved around Ichi for no reason. <laughs> Other than the fact that they very, very clearly have some unresolved sexual <laughs> tension. Yes. And by that, yes. I mean, they want to bone down. Yes. Oh, <laughs> My God, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same page. Oh I'm my not God. at all surprised that no. we're on the same page, but I'm no. glad we're on the same page. Yeah. That is definitely a ship. <laughs> Hard same, friend. <laughs> but, of course, of course, I'm team Junanaki. Like, obviously. Yes. You know, the Fair. longing. Oh my God, the longing. Oh, yes. Um, I, uh, I'm here for it, but it's so cute and sweet and so oh. cute. The, yeah, the immediate mutual pining, which only one of them recognizes mm-hmm. is amazing at first, at first. Oh, I, I yeah, I can't wait for 
for more of this story to come out. And there's, there's, there's quite a bit to read there. There really is like, you get a lot of these emotional relationships, a lot of these situational interactions and things like that. So you get a lot of time with the characters, which is lovely. Yes. Um, Yeah. It's a proper slow burn. Like we are what hundred and some ish like episodes in Yeah, and no relationships have happened at this point (laughs) at all. Even a little bit. Friendships. I, I do love the fact that we have this, this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful example of non-toxic male friendship. Me too. Specifically with Aki and Ichi. Yes. Yes. So the, our platonic ship of it, our yes. friendship ship, they are <laughs> so good. They're truly so good. They are so supportive of each other. They understand each other implicitly. Yes. And it's really nice trying. to see that portrayed yeah. because like I mean I know that I'm very fortunate in my life to have a lot of wonderful people in it yeah present company included of course <laughs> uh, but I do I have a lot of wonderful men who form these incredible and deeply emotional platonic relationships and yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see men develop these social yeah. networks because this there's a lot of support there there's a lot of you know like it's just things that women have been socialized to do for so long that men are not necessarily socialized the same way or haven't been historically and to see that kind of shift into the socialization into things like webtoons into things like netflix into things like you know that is a beautiful beautiful thing i love to see healthy platonic male relationships yes yes i feel like a lot of times this comes up you know if you're a fan of marvel you've probably seen this in interviews somewhat lately this comes up a lot when people have conversations around queer baiting Mm -hmm. and then people will like react to it and be like you just can't let us have positive male friendship on television and movies i'm not calling anyone out by name but obviously i am anyway uh, <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about sarcasm font <laughs> what could i be talking about i as a fervent winter falcons shipper anyway yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the thing about that argument that is wrong mm-hmm. is that when friendship is presented we love it we 100%. love to see it like i'm not shipping aki and ichi because no. they're friends they read like friends <laughs> yeah and there is a distinct difference in how to present those relationships there is so like i'm sorry but don't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining you are queer baiting <laughs> yes yes i'm sorry <laughs> we will like be there when you write real friendships yeah. but in the meantime your characters are staring longingly into each other's eyes and rolling in flower fields they are not what we think of when we think of friendship right <laughs> like because if that is how you interact with your friends, there's a deeper conversation to be had there, friend. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Lean cool. into that. Lean, Lean into, into it, it a smidge more. Yeah. Figure out what that is and then come back to us. We're here for you, buddy. We're here we for are, you. We, are, we support you. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> truly, I think one of the most profound ways to see this is in a story that is queer mm-hmm. with at least one possibly two queer ships that are most likely going to be canon Mm -hmm. that we can see male friendship that looks different. Yes. And it's so beautiful. Like it It really is. is. It is. Yes. And it also does something that's very important to me, which is valuing friendship equally to romance. And so many stories don't do that, but it's happening a lot on webtoons, in my opinion. Yeah. Ditto. And I love it. I'm here for it because like, whether you have that sexual drive or not, emotionally deep and resonant relationships are important. They're important for support. They're important for dopamine. They're important for, you know, just survival as a, as a species. And I obviously don't mean that in just a biological sense. I mean that in a, in a sort of societal sense, you know, we have a number of partners in our life. We have a lot more friendships, significant friendships, ideally like that. Yes. Yeah. And then this is, this is science. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, this is is your science fact of the day. When we study things like when we study straight, like marriages, what we see a lot of times is that women have more friendships than the men and that the men rely heavier on their woman partner than the women do. And it reduces, this is why marriage reduces women's mental health because they have somebody draining them. So I, you know, I always tell my clients and my students, whoever I'm talking to and will listen (laughs) for more than five minutes, I tell them your partner should not be the only person in your life. That's not good. Exactly. 
Exactly. And I mean, like you can have these incredible connections with your partner and you should absolutely, Mm -hmm. you know, but you should also have those emotionally resonant, deep and abiding connections with other people and male, female, anything on the spectrum in between those two polars (laughs) doesn't matter as long as you have that emotional connection. So and more than one. (laughs) Yes. I can't overstress this. Have many. No one can be all things to one person. 100%. Yes. So get you your Ichi to your Aki. Yes. (laughs) Like we have. Exactly. (laughs) It makes life better. It does. It makes life better. (laughs) Oh, and in the meantime, when you need a dopamine hit, read My Gentle Giant on Yes. (laughs) Thousand percent. Get a hit of that friendship. So I think we may have accidentally gone right into themes. Yeah, that was actually one of my themes. Me too. (laughs) So one of the themes is friendship. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Look at these seamless transitions we then call out. (laughs) Look, if we're going to have numbered bullets, we're going to have to identify them. I'm a scientist. Highlight them, put them in bold at the top of the paper. (laughs) Oh, I feel very seen. Oh, literally, literally. That was my major theme. I mean, there's obviously elements of bullying and uh, snap judgment and making friends, you know, coming out, um, self-discovery. There are elements of all of these themes in this, which are all wonderful and lovely. But I really do think that at the heart of it is a story about emotional relationships. I do too. I absolutely do too. Some of those things I did want to highlight though. Let's talk a little bit about Aki specific like disability. Yeah, I really thought that was an interesting choice and I love how it's portrayed. And now full disclosure, I don't know much about that particular um disability. I can't actually remember what um the author said that he has, but it's a it's a way of processing information. So he struggles to communicate and he's communicates in small chunks yeah. and has trouble accessing words. And I maybe this might be something that I actually relate to him because of that element of his character, because yeah. uh post several brain injuries throughout life through playing sports and things like that I have a mild form of aphasia still and I've I've done all sorts of therapy and it is just what it is it is not hugely impactful on my life anymore which is fantastic but it has been a struggle (laughs) and I definitely definitely struggle to find words sometimes like I I have notes here to give me words (laughs) yeah yeah, I think it, it's so rare to see something like, is it language processing disorder? Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you. That is You're exactly welcome. what it is. Yes. So uh, it is, I feel like seeing neurodivergence shown well is rare anyway, mm-hmm. but then seeing some of the more rare ones shown well is even more rare. Wow. That was a sentence that I said. Words are hard, uh, man. <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> Truly, like, I feel like I've never seen this explicitly represented. I haven't. This is a first for me and I love it. Like I really related hard to this character because of this struggle. And I mean, among other things with it, I love this character for a lot of reasons, but that was a, that was a big thing for me. And I, I love that we're starting to see, and we're starting to have platforms where we can see a wider variety of characters because that's definitely not something I would have had access to when I was a (laughs) youngin. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say this is a fairly like celebratory exploration of neurodivergence. Mm -hmm. Like he is a wonderful character and you know, the people who take the time to listen to him, understand him and they love him and they love him. And how could you not, you love him too when you read it. How could you not? (laughs) Friggin' delightful. He is. He's wonderful. He's truly one of the like sweetest, softest characters ever. But I think it is interesting because they do explore that like misunderstanding that people read him as scary because he is quiet and tall. And that is a really common thing. Like I have people in my life who have things like autism who get read as scary because they can't like emote in the same way that uh, neurotypical people do. And it's so that it's interesting how well explored that is. I just love it. Ah, me too. It's incredible. It's nice. It's nice to see a wider range of normal. Yes. Yes. Preach. (laughs) Because like, again, as somebody who uses statistics in my daily Normal means something different to me. It's a curve. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes it's taller and sometimes it's flatter, but it's a curve. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It is not a point, a destination. Mm -mm. Uh, No. Yep. 
No. Uh, and we fall in very different places on that curve. <laughs> we do. We depending do. on the day. <laughs> We do. We do. Absolutely. And I always joke with my students that you can't find the normal person, the one that is like all the things <laughs> they just, they don't exist. <laughs> no. And that it's true. It's interesting. You know, like we, uh, we do proficiency testing as part of our laboratory accreditation and licensing process and things like that. And it basically involves the same sample being sent out all over the place to all sorts of different labs that are all doing the same analysis. And then yeah. everybody submits their results. And then those results are statistically analyzed and you get a Z score and you do all of these things, but yeah. there is no specific assigned value the assigned value is determined after everyone has done the analysis because there is no normal there is no this is what you're aiming for that's not what life is to put this in context i i work in a I run the technical side of a microbiology lab. So especially when you're working with microbes, like they're just, they're uncooperative little buggers. You cannot get an assigned value. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Again, I always joke with my students, you're at best statistically average. You're not, you're not normal or not. No. No, And that's with a degree, like a a standard deviation degree Mm -hmm. of error. (laughs) Confidence intervals, my friends. have just screamed in horror and I'm so sorry. I know, I know, I know. That was we we should probably put a warning on this one. <laughs> just contains statistics. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone out there who's twitching and they don't know why I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yes. So sorry. We're going to talk about cute guys again. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, we've gotten to the part of the, of the podcast where we squee uncontrollably about story specific. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have already mentioned my love for gay panic, but I'm going to say it again because, oh my God, gay panic makes me so happy. (laughs) It's truly so cute. My first note is just bento boxes with an exclamation point. Oh my God, I love them. Okay. And I have to tell you, my sister makes little bento boxes for my nibbling and they are the cutest things I have ever seen. I'm like, I want this in my life. So in context in the story, Aki saves uh, June from bullying and to thank him, June brings him a bento box. And I may have screamed out loud. If anyone ever did this, I, I would never stop hugging them. Probably. Right? <laughs> like, could you imagine? I just, I, that, I mean, friends for life. That's it. And yeah. It's not over. just a bento box, but a bento box with rice balls in the shape of bunnies. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. It was so cute. And then Aki makes him one with kittens. I know (laughs) because they just, because of course they're sitting, they're discussing what their favorite animals are. Yes. Oh, and the first instance of Aki is definitely gay and doesn't know it is he immediately imagines June as a kitten. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, like a cute little like cat paws and ears on, on uh, June. <laughs> oh my God. So cute. So cute. Oh, it is amazing. But I love how clueless Aki is about this whole aspect of his, of his life and his personality and things like right. that, you know, like he, and it, I, I, again, I relate it. I relate to this because at that age, yeah. you know, he spent so much time yeah. focused on processing his information and being a little bit neurodivergent right. in this environment. And he has a lot of support yeah. and that's amazing, but it is, it, it consumes a lot of spoons. Yeah. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. It doesn't always leave a lot of spoons for understanding the sort of nuanced side of behavior, especially when you're, you're young, like they're 16. Yeah. You know, and I I know it isn't, uh, it isn't canon on page yet, but in the, in the art writer artist post in between Aki is demisexual. That's the flag that Aki has. So I think there's that other layer for people who are demi, which is on the asexual spectrum. It is harder sometimes to recognize. Yeah that than being gay than being you know in anything else really because some and I know I'm ace like I get it it took me years because sometimes it's harder to realize that you're not you haven't just not found someone you actually don't want someone or you yeah. want someone in a different way yeah, yeah absolutely and trying to process that on top of just having this information overload where you're not processing that as easily as the people around you yeah. um can can yeah. slow that side of the development a little bit right Absolutely. so that is just oh that hit home Love for it. me and so like yes. watching him interact with you know with June in the kitty cafe yeah. yes. oh my god and oh, so he's he's kitty cafe is my next note. <laughs> oh, I love it so much but then all of the girls 
in the yeah. kitty cafe are staring at Aki and June's noticing that and whatever, yeah. but Aki has no idea. None. No. He's not no. seeing it. He's not, yeah. he's not conscious of any attention yeah. that he's getting, even though he is, you know, he's clearly developed faster than the other boys <laughs> physically. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's so good. I, again, we're talking about things that this comic does that we rarely see ace spectrum people at all mm-hmm. nonetheless specifically demi people yeah like never like never it's and like I, ju- it's jughead and the unstoppable wasp period <laughs> right and that's yeah. just bonkers because i think it's probably more common especially sort of beyond that spectrum yeah. than is portrayed in media <laughs> it's at least one percent of the population yeah. <laughs> i i research asexuality it's <laughs> <laughs> one percent of the population that doesn't feel attraction at all so that leaves yeah. off anyone on the spectrum that feels it somewhat or feels it sometimes or, or is slowly demi. yeah exactly so it's, it's more than one percent which is hundreds of thousands of people exactly you know <laughs> when you put that in context when you have eight million people on the planet yeah eight billion people on the planet one yeah, percent of that of is eight million yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you are in, a, in any space that has a hundred people, at least one of them is ace. <laughs> like, it's not that rare. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. So it's nice yeah. to see that on screen. So yeah. that especially people can, can start to learn to yeah. identify and yeah. interact with yeah. this as, as something that is common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and is. think of how many people probably read a comic like this. Is Webtoons is really populated by teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's us and a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> it's that TikTok, that TikTok sound where it's like my my uh, fans are like three or four gay men and then an army of queer teenagers. <laughs> I mean, you could do a lot worse. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) But truly, I mean, think about like how many people probably picked this up and didn't yet know that they were Demi Mm -hmm. or, you know, on the A spectrum and get to that part with the character's realization and go, oh, you know, oh. (laughs) Uh Exactly. And, And it's nice because like sometimes when you're starting to learn a little bit more about the yeah. sort of alphabet mafia and the whole, yes. <laughs> you know, there are specific labels. Yes. And if you don't feel like you fit into that specific label, it can be hard to feel like you have a place in the community. Yeah, absolutely. But seeing something like this, where it, ex- it explicitly shows somebody who's on a spectrum. Yes. That is beautiful. It is. Yeah. Because I think that allows for that gray area it allows for for that shifting perspective that is sexuality like yes i mean gender is non-binary i'm sorry i'm putting it yes. out there that's science like it's, it's literally it's literally non-binary like it, it is. literally is <laughs> <laughs> we can give you we can give you the sources i can actually show you us. a graph <laughs> <laughs> yes i have like 20 articles that i can send your way if you don't believe us so if gender isn't binary and literally right. it's only been treated that way because it makes predicting predictive models easier yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it, it makes maintaining the heteronormative Power structures patriarchy easier that's yes. legitimately the only reason that that is treated that way if gender isn't non isn't binary how on earth can sexuality fit into these specific narrow categories? It can't. It's something that can shift with your age. It can change through your life. It can, you know, so like these things that you come to these realizations when you're a teenager, they, it, it might be different in a year or it might be different in a month or it might stay that way your whole life. You don't know. And that's okay. And it's valid. Like, I think sometimes people get afraid to admit they've changed their label because people say things like, it's just a phase. Mm-hmm. No, it's not just a phase. You were absolutely valid at the different stages of your life. Fluidity is real. And it's a thing that people are. Are you the same person you were at 18? I sure as hell hope not. I No. And thank God. Right? <laughs> truly, truly. I mean, yeah, just embrace the messiness is and what I want to say. I feel like this this comic really does that. Yes, it does. But it's it's interesting because it embraces it without angsting over it. And yeah. there are plenty, there's so much room for angsting. I yeah. will get to angsting. That's oh, coming yeah. in one of these episodes, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you made me read one that made me angst. So I <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I know it was good though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But this one doesn't, which is also important. Like everyone is figuring shit out, mm-hmm. but also 
enjoying their lives. Like it doesn't have to be a tragedy or a like existential crisis. Sometimes you just look at a guy across the table and go, oh, he's pretty. (laughs) Huh. Who saw that coming? I think we even talked about that one of our favorite scenes to each other, we did, yeah. that one of our favorite scenes is when uh, Aki is asking Ichi what liking feels like. Yeah. Oh my God. That whole conversation just gave me so many feels. I love it. Yeah. Yes. And Ichi keeps trying to explain. Uh, Ichi still believing that he himself is heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> we don't buy it, Ichi. <laughs> oh, Ichi. Oh, Ichi. The realization is coming for you, bud. Yeah. Uh, but- Coming hard. He's <laughs> like, no, no, the way you feel about June is different than the way you feel about girls. And Aki's is like, mm. is it though? Because <laughs> June's pretty. June's <laughs> pretty. And, and Ichi keeps trying to like delineate, like, no, no, it's the person you want to spend time with all the time. And Aki's like, June, yes. I, I hear what you're saying. And the answer's still June. <laughs> I'm waiting for the difference to happen and it's not <laughs> happening. So right. oh, good. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so cute. I love it so much. Oh. So my next squeeing note is how cute it is. So Aki is big and strong, but Ichi is absolutely his protector despite being 100%. like a foot shorter <laughs> and much slimmer <laughs> so small so slight but there is a moment that kills me it's so funny and it comes after a really emotional moment that I want to talk about in a minute but there's a moment when June is expressing that you know he's been bullied mm-hmm. and Aki afterward is like tuned into this because he knows to listen for it and suddenly he's hearing all of the stuff that they're saying about June and mm-hmm. he gets really mad but can't like express it and most likely as is the way like anger makes it harder right mm-hmm. but he reacts so he kind of like slams his fist against his locker and then Ichi appears as if out of nowhere to be like no I got this (laughs) I got got you you, (laughs) you stand back there and be intimidating I will tell these idiots what they have done (laughs) oh my god so good I loved it so much yes I love the I love the image of like uh, Ichi can be the total protector so long as Aki is standing back there to physically intervene if something makes a thousand percent it's so so good I just it is amazing I and you know what it's so funny to me because of course as a Canadian I related this to hockey um But no, like I play defense and ball hockey and I am, I'm never going to be the fastest, but I'm usually pretty good at figuring out where to be. And I, I, I'm strong. I'm big and I'm strong. So I stay back and I let my defense partner go up and be sort of aggressive and, and, and forward. And I got their back and I'm always there. So when the ball squeaks past, I'm like, nope, I'm the wall. It's coming. It's so funny because again, we are Aki and Ichi because I'm the friend that people say, come to when they want someone to be mad with them. (laughs) Like, please rant about this. Like, you want me to like have an argument with someone for you? I will have an argument with someone for you, but I cannot fight. (laughs) I got you. I I will probably get myself into a fight, but could I get out of it? No. (laughs) I weight lift. Yes. Oh yeah. And okay. Can we talk a little bit about Aki's innocence? Yes, please. Like, it's just so beautiful. Like everything he does, he's perceiving as if like he, he doesn't necessarily understand or appreciate, or maybe he doesn't, he just doesn't care, but there's no sarcasm. There's no, one of the things that has always bothered me is like, in order to be cool, you often have to not care about things. Yes. Which is why you and I are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely were not the awkward ones who cared too much. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) At this age, we make this look good. Okay. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Also, I'm here to tell you if you have a podcast about something, you're probably not cool. (laughs) I care about this so much. I need to talk about it on the internet. Being cool is so overrated. Oh my God. Care about stuff. Be genuine. It is amazing. Like it's just, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to perceive and have in the story and appreciate, you know, that there isn't this, this need to be cool or to, you know, be seen in this light or anything. He just 
genuinely appreciates the things that he appreciates. Yes. Like the cat cafe. Yes. There's even a moment when June is like, you like this? And Aki's just like, yes, I do. I do. And it's, there's no like, nope, there's no why there's no like worry about it. He just likes it. Yep. And that's, that's fantastic. And that's enough, which I love. (laughs) It is. It is. I love this about him so much. One of my favorite instances of just Aki's complete, like, I don't know, straightforwardness, I Mm -hmm. guess. There's a moment when June says that they are kind of like friends and Aki's like, I don't understand. Why are we only kind of like friends? And June's like, well, you know, like you and Ichi have each other's phone numbers and go places together. Aki's response is like, here, here's my phone. Why don't we go somewhere together tomorrow? Here's a movie ticket. Nailed it. (laughs) And then at the end of that, like friendship date, he, he holds out his hand. He's like friends now. And it's the sweetest thing. Oh God. The squeeing. Oh my God. I was (laughs) nonverbal. was so good I was like you know what you saw a problem he fixed it (laughs) done and done (laughs) done and done you said that these were the qualifications I have now met them will you accept my letter of like submission for your friendship (laughs) exactly I'm applying here are my qualifications (laughs) oh my god I love it so much I wish there was more in the world that was like this me too you know genuinely I do it's so good. All right. Do we scream about the maid outfits now? <laughs> oh my God. The maid outfits. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this is like a whole thing. One of the major story arcs in the story so far, really, there is a festival coming, which is maybe a tiny bit fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Why? But they're like, we are an all boys school. There are no girls. So some of the boys are going to have to dress up like girls and be voted on who is prettiest. I, I, I don't even know where to start, first of all. Right? I just, I think the weirdest part about that is that I, I, I can kind of believe that that happens. A hundred percent it happens. I feel like even the author in the notes was like, this happens. And I was yeah. like, okay. Okay. You know what? I, I've been around enough private schools. Like I used to tutor private school kids. Yeah, this this happens. This, it, <laughs> not not I. I have not been around private school kids. So I don't like, yeah, that was a that was out of my comfort zone for that one. But it was it was and then I just poor June, you know. Yeah. When, when he gets voted to be the girl for his class and he's so upset because he wants to help the class. He wants them to win. He wants to do this. He wants to participate, but he wants to be voted on for an active contribution, not just for the delicate nature of his features. And And absolutely plays in. He is bullied because people perceive him as feminine. I mean, and and it, there's like a element of body image issues yeah. in this story Absolutely. because of the bullying, because as many gay men go through, he is perceived as more feminine. Like he's supposed to fit in this box that they have for him and he looks small, but he isn't like in many ways he has traits that are feminine and masculine. Like yeah. he likes sports and you know, he has all kinds of things, but yeah. they reduce him down to the simplest version. It, the, the sexism and homophobia all mingled together is Oh, it's a lot. Lowest common denominator. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. And he gets really upset by this. This is one of the instances of Aki reading the room effectively. Aki realizes he's upset and goes to see what's up. It's such a good scene. Oh my God. Like actual tears in my eyes. Like me too. Oh, and just when June, who is clearly upset about this and Aki comes to help him and just to be an ear and to listen to him and so June gets to, to tell Aki about how he's feeling and about how this bullying has impacted him and all of these things. Yeah. And then you flip the script a little bit because at that stage, Aki gets to say, yes, I understand how you feel because this happens to me too. It's a, it's a different, yeah. it's a different perception mm-hmm. because people assume that I am menacing. And because of my, my verbal limitations, they, people assume all these things about me too. So yeah, I get it. Like people are assuming things about both of us. And then that realization for poor June that he did that to Aki. Yes. He, he was so afraid. And I understand like yeah. it's just, he was so afraid because he was already actively being bullied that somebody strange coming up to him who was big and tall and quiet and intimidating looking. Yeah. Immediately he, his response was fear. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I understand that, but it doesn't make it less damaging for poor. Aki. Yeah, exactly. And he frequently 
you know, June definitely has an anxiety disorder. He just does. Mm -hmm. And he frequently jumps when Aki approaches, which is probably totally unrelated to Aki because (laughs) somebody with an anxiety disorder, I don't care if you are like literally a child, if you come up behind me, I will jump. (laughs) Right. It's just, you know, but it doesn't matter that it is probably unrelated because it is one more instance of Mm -hmm. somebody showing fear in response to him. And to the point where the first time June doesn't respond that way. Yeah. Aki very clearly and decisively makes a note of it. Like he didn't yes. jump. Yes. Yes. It's so like good. he's finally not afraid of me. Like it's so sweet. Oh it's my so God. Good. And then Aki just being the best possible friend at this point, friend. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, you know, perceives that the problem is that everyone, oh, and then he hears it. That's when he goes yes. and he's with Ichi and he hears everyone saying like, June is so feminine and like, you know, so pretty that it will definitely win. And Aki immediately comes up with this idea. Like if the problem is that June is the only one who yeah. has, has to express femininity in this moment, what if we all do instead? And then it won't be bad and gets literally their entire class to wear maid outfits. Oh, And then not just that, like that is beautiful enough in and of itself. But on top of that, Ichi, who is less emotionally intelligent, but But always (laughs) on board, always game. Ichi gets so excited when he he sees something. So Ichi, like clearly, despite the fact that Aki can't like show emotions quite the same way, Ichi's been around him his whole life and he can read it. Because there's this moment when he looks up and he's like, you have it planned. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like... (laughs) I'm in. Like, I don't even know. Do you I don't even care what it is. I'm in. No, do it. <laughs> Where are we burying the body? <laughs> A thousand percent. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's such a good energy. And so Ichi is very much go big or go home. So Ichi doesn't oh, just yes. show up in a maid outfit. No, 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 no. 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 Ichi shows up in a maid outfit, full makeup and a wig. And yes. he is a beautiful girl. Oh he, my God, he is a beautiful stunning. girl. I mean, he's like just shy of doing full drag at this point. Like he is almost doing it basically. And, <laughs> and, it, and, and just so and like, good. like body language. He's into oh, it. Like he's loves like, it. how cute am I? I'm yeah. fucking cute. Yeah. I'm gorgeous. Admire he me. <laughs> absolutely loves it. And then he sees June having stage fright and not wanting to go alone, pushes him to go. And June's like, oh, fine. I gotta do it. And then Ichi's like, but I never said you had to do it alone. My favorite quote, FYI. (laughs) Fully goes with him and wins. And wins the whole thing. He wasn't even nominated and he wins. Oh my God. And you know what? June's a pretty girl, but Ichi? But Ichi is. No, no contest. (laughs) Ichi is gorgeous. Gorgeous. I just threw wine at myself in excitement. (laughs) Wine and webtoons. Oh, but no, but seriously, like, I know I'm skipping ahead, but my favorite quote was literally like, I said, you should face your fear. Didn't say anything about you facing it alone. That's, I feel like that's a perfect transition into our favorite quotes because yes, like it's a thousand percent. It was that again is a perfect example of non-toxic masculinity and beautiful platonic relationship. I agree. Absolutely. It's also just, I don't know, just the most perfect thing you can say to someone with anxiety. I just, it made me so happy he isn't taking over for june he isn't doing it for him which isn't helpful no he is like you still have to do it but you're not going to be alone while you do it exactly uh, because it's not helpful to allow somebody with that level of anxiety to escape yeah always like sometimes you need to sometimes you don't have the spoons to handle something but absolutely but overall it's not helpful to not to just avoid avoidance is not a useful technique Avoidance makes it worse, unfortunately, yeah. as much as we wish it didn't. Oh my God. That's <laughs> the worst. So much stronger <laughs> the next time. Like it makes it harder to do every time that you mm-hmm. avoid it, which sucks. But having someone to do it with you, that's huge. 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 Oh well, man. Since, since we're already here, do you want to know my favorite quote? We'll just do it out of order. <laughs> A thousand percent. So I have two because I have choosing difficulty. Uh, So one of them happens early on when there's a moment when June is talking about how much he loves Aki and Ichi's friendship, which is such a good scene. And he's just like, you know, I wish I had that. I don't have anything like that. And he talks about, he doesn't have anyone to talk to when he's lonely and all this stuff. And at the end of the conversation, like Aki listens, he's such a good listener. And then at the very end, he says, when you get lonely, you can talk to me. Oh, I know. (laughs) 
oh, like actually shrill levels of squee. <laughs> it's one of the, I mean, it's early on. It's one of the first issues. And it was the moment I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in for every issue of this comic forever. If it comes out the rest of my life, I'm here. I don't yeah. care. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And then the next one happens at the be- just the beginning of a chapter, just like to get you back into the story. And I- it kills me. This is June. For the first time in his life, he has a crush on a non-fictional character. <laughs> I did love that one too. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Relatable content. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's jarring. It's hard to deal with. <laughs> Where do you put those feels? <laughs> too many feels to be had. <laughs> oh my God. So good. <laughs> so good. I love it so much. Uh, well, do you want to go back to art style and conversations yeah. about the art? Well, I let's talk about the art. This definitely requires a shout out from art. Like Miss Dark, I guess, is the artist on this. And Mm -hmm. it's freaking stunning. Like one of the things that really stands out for me in this is the eyes. Yes. Everything is so expressive about the art on this. And I love that. But the eyes are legitimately some of the most beautiful eyes I have ever seen. It's incredible. Like it's just it's so soothing and beautiful the color scheme is incredible and I love that it's very again dopamine inducing yeah (laughs) it is like visual ASMR like I don't know how else to put it 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 is that's a thousand percent right that's exactly what it is it is it it is it is so soothing the way that like a coffee shop paints itself so that you feel calm in it the Mm. whole comic is that like I don't know how else to explain it it's so good there's such a beautiful use of color and light Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. light is hard to use in a comic I always notice when they do this comic has you can tell where the light is falling like how it is shimmering like I don't know dimensional somehow like good and when you mentioned early on that like June radiates yeah he does he actually actually radiates like I don't understand in what way but I know it's happening there's there's <laughs> panels every now and then where you're like they're interacting they're interacting back and yeah. forth back and forth and then June has a panel after this interaction it's just like you can tell it's just that one beat yes. afterwards where he's had a minute to interpret this information and it has made him happy and he grins yeah. and it the whole yeah. panel is just June smiling and it's like I can feel the tingles in my skin just describing it it's so Good. It is so good. I also love, there is a really interesting use of foreground background in this Mm -hmm. art where a lot of times there's incredible amount of detail about the characters in the foreground, maybe also what they're holding, like the bento boxes. Mm -hmm. And the background then is very minimalistic, but not in a way that is distracting or looks like unfinished. It's somehow so well realized of a world in this very artistic way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. There's no attempt at sort of that super realism, yeah, which can get very distracting. It yeah. can also be beautiful when it's done well and everything like right. that absolutely has its place, absolutely. but that doesn't suit the tone of this story. And this sort of, there's some softer edges. It is, it's like there's lighting involved. There is. <laughs> Somehow it's an extremely well-lit comic. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, most many shows are not as well-lit as this drawing. <laughs> A thousand percent. Like it's wild. It's wild. This artist is incredibly talented. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. I I would say visually for people who are readers of manga, this reminds me a lot of Fruits Basket. Have you read Fruits Basket? I have not. No. Okay. It's, it's not, I mean, it doesn't have the color in the manga, but the, the, there's something about the movement in panels and the way character, like which is movement is shown. There's a moment that I wrote down in my notes and I was like, that's a fruit basket hug. And I don't know how to explain that, except that when I saw it, I was like, I know what panel in a fruit basket that would have been like. <laughs> like Amazing. Amazing. Specific, like, it's not even that the hug is strange. I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> Broadman can see me motioning, which doesn't help any of you. No, but, but I love it. <laughs> there's like a moment where Aki grabs June and it's like this, grab the panel hesitates on the like pull closer and it pauses you see you feel the movement of him pulling him in for a hug Mm -hmm. that exact thing and then June being kind of like a little surprised as he didn't realize it was going to happen I was like that is a fruit basket hug and I don't know 
is a classic fruits basket hug. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. I love it. One of the other moments sort of artistically that really resonated yeah. for me was one of the last, in the last chapter, well, the second last chapter, I guess, when they're at the beach and yes. the, Aki and June are in the cave and you are looking cave out day. from behind them into this ocean and the sun is sort of setting and like how there's so much depth to this image. I have no idea. Like I, oh my God. I'm a scientist, I'm a giant nerd, but I, I, I don't have a lot of capability with art and I have no concept of how no, this is realized. I None. But uh, I appreciate it's amazing. it. <laughs> if you, if you, this is a side note from the art. If you skip the author's notes, you are missing a huge chunk of this story. I it's feel true. like the author is a, a simp for uh, their own characters. <laughs> I love it. I just remember specifically that note on that one, which just said all caps, like cave date, cave date. I loved that so much. Well, especially because you get to sort of change perspectives, right? And so you get, yeah. you know, the Aki's thought bubbles where he's yes. looking at June and June is in a shaft of sunlight and it's coming yeah. down and he's all innocently smiling back at Aki and Aki's like, oh, pretty. Yes. <laughs> and June thinks that he's talking about the cave and it's like, yeah, it's gorgeous in here, right? And Aki's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Exactly. That's is that one of the scenes where uh June grabs his hand and he just stares at his hand? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. And this is the scene so where where June actually comes out to Aki and yes. tells him that he's gay and and he says, Do you know what that means? And Aki's like, Yeah, it means you have a boyfriend instead of a girlfriend. And he's like, Yes, but no. But yes, but no, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's theoretical more than <laughs> realized at this point. Oh my god, they're so cute. I can't. <laughs> That, that is one of the, also one of the author's notes that I remember, because it was like, geez, June, uh, Aki it has trouble processing words. He doesn't live in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what gay is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so cute though. That's so cute. That June is like, you know, if you might not want to be friends with me after I tell you this, I'm like, no, honey. (laughs) So I feel like this could transition us into our predictions and hopes. Oh yes. I think we should. (laughs) So uh, I mean, Aki and June, like it seems kind of silly to predict the fact that the main couple is obviously the main couple is going to be a couple, but it's been, I'm like, Hey, it's been a while. Right. Still in predictions. <laughs> okay. But I have like a specific story okay, prediction. Please. Okay. So obviously we get hijinks from Ichi and now, uh, now. Um, and I figure what's going to happen is we have now Hide asking June out, oh. which means Aki gets jealous. He's aware of his feelings. He just doesn't know how to express them, yeah. but also means that Ichi gets jealous and has no idea why. Oh, I love it. Which is a hundred percent the attention of asking June out in that uh-huh. scenario. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and June is very conscious of, and somewhat afraid of pushing his feelings on Aki. Right. So yeah. I feel like there's a scenario where he says yes, because he's like, you know, Aki is straight. I have to be, I have to get rid of these feelings because yeah. he's my friend. Yes. And so maybe now can make that happen. Meanwhile, now it's like, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Loki. <laughs> Living up my chaotic dreams. Yes. Do we feel like a truth or dare or something or like a spin the bottle maybe in their future? Because <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent party game. Oh yes. It's going to be a party game. Now is going to be the one that does it. It is Mm -hmm. going to cause some real chaos. Now is going to kiss June. That'll be it. Oh yes. Imagine. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Prediction made. Make it happen. Putting it out in the world. Yes. 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 Oh, I love it. Yes. How do, we, how do we predict what's what's Ichi's journey with identity going to be like? Because at this point, he is so deeply in the closet, he hasn't realized it yet. Like yeah. he is, he has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I think I le- I legitimately think that it's going to be like, you know, he sees this interaction with with June and now and yeah. has feelings he does not understand how to process like just like oh ooh, you shouldn't okay. do that and at first it's sort of like him p- trying to protect Aki maybe but then oh what if we more. get an in- what if we get an inversion of the last scene where Aki was asking 
Ichi what feelings are like. We have like an inversion where Ichi is like, for some reason, like, because Aki is the person he talks to, right? Mm -hmm. Is like kind of spewing his emotions. And he's like, I don't know what this is. And like, Aki has to be the one to be like, maybe. Maybe. Um, Guys, wouldn't that be great? Like the flip of what they had going before. I would love that. Oh my God, that would be so good. Oh, it'd be so good. Oh, It would be great character arc development for both of them. I agree. (laughs) I love it. So which, which couple is getting together first? Oh. Because I actually feel like, despite the fact that Jude and Aki are the first to start in this, I yep. feel like now and Ichi are getting together first. Honest to God, because they're both so much more... Um, extroverted. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> they are. They're like hella extroverted. They're also more... This unhinged. is my I need a word motion, by the way. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> This is, uh, yeah, they're also much more unhinged. Yes. So I feel like yes. they're going to have a chaotic, quick burn. Like it's not going to be slow for them. No. It is going to be chaotic, but it is going to be fast. And I wonder if there will be an element of June and Aki watching from the sideline that helps develop their relationship. That would be really cute. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love it. We've done oh. it. We've written the rest of the series. That's true. <laughs> although I don't care what it is that happens next I just want to keep reading like I I just I need this in my life it's so nice give it (laughs) give it give it give it it was definitely like oh no there's no more tragedy kind of moments this is what I do though with the comfort things like when we're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we just get to the end so we started again at episode one yes It is nice for when you are anxious and you need something you can easily predict because you know it's not going to hurt you. Me on my third time through Shadowhunters? Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm happy to be here with you for that journey now. That's true. That's true. So yeah, to be fair, one of the, both of the other two times is because I'm watching with other people. Exactly. So the third time is my fault. Yes. <laughs> so I pick, picked this book and I brought this one to the table. Yes. What are you bringing to the table for our next conversation? So I told you one thing and I'm totally not doing that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is my shock face, everybody. I'll put a picture of it up. Okay. You, okay, Broadway. No need to cover me like this. <laughs> We've, already, we've talked three times this episode about how indecisive I am. <laughs> so instead of the what I had originally said, all right, we're all right. going to do Third Shift Society next. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love a paranormal romance, a paranormal story, like investigators. I want to see Hot Pumpkin Man. Hot Pumpkin Man. <laughs> how? Why? How? I don't know. I don't care. Hot Pumpkin Man. It is. I was, I believe I pitched this one to you as uh, either hot pumpkin man or pumpkin daddy, depending on my mood. You definitely uh, have said both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand hot pumpkin man, but I also cannot deny hot pumpkin man. <laughs> there are truths that are deep and abiding in the universe. And this is one of them. It is. He is a man in a, in a vest and a tie and a pumpkin dapper, head. <laughs> dapper dude with a pumpkin head. Pumpkin head. It turns out all you need is a vest and it doesn't matter what your head looks like. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. This is a true story. <laughs> this is a truth universally acknowledged. <laughs> Any man in a suit can be a daddy. <laughs> oh my God. I think we've started solving the world's problems here. <laughs> We're laying down the deep magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely part of the deep magic. Yes. Pumpkin daddy. Pumpkin daddy. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so join us for next time for pumpkin daddy. Yeah. Join us as we worship the pumpkin daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All hail. And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby B. I mostly live on Twitter where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading because I'm always reading. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. (laughs) And you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host, TJ. 
And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. 